You're listening to The Changeup, a baseball podcast produced by The Rec. For more from the show, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ChangeUpPod. Now let's get to today's episode. Yo, last night, biggest game. Uh, we might as well start with the Yankees today because what happened last night was that much, so interesting that Dom was actually saying that he's sick, which, I, I mean, I can't believe that you said that. But I get the logic. You might as well go into it. 4-0 Yankees, but well, yeah, you're, you're tight because... I'm just tight because, you know, we can't hit Verlander like Derek was saying before. I'm I'm more upset because every time I couldn't watch the entire game full through, but I saw most of the important parts. But every time I would flip the channel, be Verlander strikeout. I'm like, all right, maybe next inning. But I think I think before we start recording, you said that you're tight because we can't hit good pitchers. That's that's what that's, it sounds like. You said. Well, that's what it seems. That's what it seems like, especially when it comes to the Astros, specifically the Astros, because. We know that this matchup is going to happen probably down the line in the playoffs. And I know on Twitter you said you would yeah. not be looking forward to this matchup. Well, I think it'd be it'd be no doubt like a fun-ass series. But at the same time, it's like the Astros really have four. I, we've talked about this before, but they have four guys that can start as a number one yeah. on any other team. No, to, to, to me, I was saying that because it feels like the Astros are starting to become what the Angels used to be to the Yankees, where it's like, yo, you yep. just yeah. you know that realistically on paper, you could be you could somebody could look at your team and you could be better than them, but they're just an annoying yeah. team that would never I like, hated the just Angels. Never give it to, yeah, it, it sucks. In the postseason when yeah. they had K Rod. Exactly. And, nope. Exactly. Mad, mad annoying. Does anybody have an objection to what he was saying about the good pitcher concern? About the good I mean Cause it's, it's one thing if you say Verlander, because Verlander been doing this against the Yankees since he stepped on the mound for Detroit. Yeah, that's, that's another what, thing if you say good pitchers. That, I'm I saying mean, I'm trying that's, to say that's what I'm out. saying. I mean, at the end of the day, we'll see today. So far, we're the the Yankees are gonna see Dallas and then they're gonna see who do they see tomorrow, McCullers. Those are the two probably right now the two most hittable pitchers in that yeah, rotation. Michael's been struggling this year. Um, yeah, he's at six point eight ERA right yeah. now. He's but also allowed has good six history. home runs. But also has good history. He has good home runs. Then he's that home. wild card game. <laughs> Don't remind us. Yeah, right, yeah, right? please, man, unnecessary. But, <laughs> yeah, but, but we rocked him in the playoffs last year. So. Exactly. I mean, I mean, he's hittable. That's and that's my point that I, I don't think it really falls much more on a pitcher's thing. I just think it's really a Verlander thing. I mean, the guy is who he is. I mean. He showed you in the playoffs too. Um, the 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 main thing too is that um, the Yankees got struck out fourteen times in back to back games. That's a little bit more alarming rather than it. I mean, granted, we they did face probably the two hottest pitchers, uh, you know, Bar Garrett Cole, um, but that's kind of alarming, especially because you know Stanton's at forty six Ks already, and yeah. May just started. Um, the warms the the warm weather's picking up. Some guys are coming back down to earth. Some guys are you know starting to you know die out, and that rotation is looking a little bit better. So we got to figure out what exactly the the lineup is going to be able to produce. Because L Kraken boy, wait, I was I was about to get to that. But so are, are are we past the whole like oh he does this every year thing that's like comforting us at this point? In reference to Stanton, yeah, no, I'm, I'm still I'm, on that. I'm still on that boat. I'm, still I'm like the... 50-50, to be honest. Because I feel like I'm, I, I see Stanton, and I, like, watch him, and, I like, it scares me sometimes. Because, one, at first, in the beginning of the year, he looked pressed. So, I'm, I'm thinking, like, okay, you know, he's swinging at these bad balls. But the problem is he's getting contact here and there, but he's just not doing much with the contact. That's, like, the problem that scares me. I think, ultimately, it's still early in the season, and it hasn't warmed up yet. Like, we forget he played his whole career in warm weather. Yeah. 
so it's hot. it's like ninety five degrees outside right now. Like you, you got no excuse. Send them out right now. The one thing that I would say is I was a bit, not shocked, but like kind of happy last night, especially with the Yankees' performance. Because especially with a team when you're getting, you know, mowed down the way we, we were offensively with Verlander on the mound, it would have been easy for us to just go to the nice inning and have Giles come and just shut us down. Like, realistically, well, I've he, seen, I see it all the time. Like, just like... He did it the night before. Attitude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Attitude-wise... I feel like you saw that that team was like there was like no quit on that in that in that team last night, and I feel like that's to me meant much more than them striking out fourteen times, because like you you saw like like regardless of what the score was or how many times they got struck out that night they like they were not gonna quit. And I feel like to me that means more than any other strikeout yeah. numbers. Like I'm well, with, I'm with, I'm with you on that. I'm, yeah, I'm, like, I'm with you like I'm with they you were on, litty like, like they staying, were not trying to lose that yeah, game. Stay, yeah, staying in the game like out actually outlasting Verlander. I think um, especially after losing the first game, yeah. I agree with you that they were definitely hungry for the win last night. I will say that shout out to Domingo German though because he held it down Montgomery. Dominicano de lo mio. Montgomery, no Montgomery got hurt in the first or the second. First. first, first he completed inning. the first inning. Yeah, and then the bullpen from that point on was just phenomenal. And, you know, Astros pitching, Verlander, um, was also phenomenal that game. I think the one main thing about the Yankees, the reason why I'm not too worried about Stanton right now is because, like, it's not like that that he has all this pressure on him right now because he's not the only guy in the lineup that can send the ball out. Mm. That's why you have Judge. That's why you have Sanchez. That's why you have Didi. That's why you have all these guys in the lineup that could, you know, easily tie the game, take the lead. Look, last night Gary Sanchez been on fire and put the team on his back and hit that shot deep center field. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why I'm not really concerned about staying right now i mean the the strikeouts are obviously alarming but i think once he finds a groove this this lineup's just going to be that much more potent um the I wanna... opposite field of power but yeah. yo I, you know it's funny because he's gonna get it worse than a rock got it so i'm here for it <laughs> yo, the, i'm yo, here for the, it. the thing about Talk stan about is it. that you know what he is about before he actually came to new york but it's still kind of crazy when like any night you can look well, up and it's it. like oh yeah. three strikeouts yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's okay but not for another last thing before we kind of move on with this the don brought it up i mean the unsung hero is really the yankees bullpen since April 27th, I mean, 18 innings pitched, 21 Ks, four walks, and 14 hits. Yep. No earned runs. Uh, I w- actually want to ask you about the pitcher that they were trying to keep up with, Verlander. I mean, you you tweeted out that video of the of the uh, the uh, Mark DeRosa breakdown of his performance. Like, what's the what's the craziest thing that you've seen? Because I didn't see the whole thing. It was the way it was the way that Verlander was able to kind of control the strike zone. Like, there was one at bat where he fell behind three one on Aaron Judge and. At that point, it's like, all right, like if you walk him at that point in the game, it's probably like the sixth inning. Not a big deal, right? But he attacked Judge back-to-back fastballs, and Judge struck out. So I think it was just more of of Verlander being able to control both sides of the plate, and then he has the nasty curveball that looks unhittable when he's on, and he's that been on. That whole cheating-ass staff. Pine tar. <laughs> <laughs> that spin rate. But, yeah, it was just Verlander overall. Their fingers look sticky yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> Shout right. out to Trevor Bauer. You my boy, bro. <laughs> right? Nah, it's, just, not, not it's just crazy, though, because we were talking about it before we got on, but, like, Verlander is supposed to be at the point in his career where he's, like, starting to – supposed to be slowing down, yeah. and he's seemingly got into his Cy Young ways. Well, yo, pitchers do that. Though, though all the time though I remember Mike Messina did that back yeah, in the day like exactly. 20, 2008 he had a season oh like I mean that. even look at CC this year not as not as overpowering but like if he he was able to turn his like 98 mile per hour fastball into and now he's just an off speed pitcher and he's been working working thanks to it. Andy Pettit yeah exactly so um, 
the other thing is, when's the last time you seen like a pitcher slap himself? No, he 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 two pieces. That was a lot of slap. Yo, Dom, I'm sorry, but did you hear Michael K? He was like, your people, your white people, man. Your white people, man. They're bugging. Did you hear Michael K? He was like. He punched himself. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish he like knocked himself out. I feel like that right. was funny. Or like knocked the tube out. You just see him flying in the camera. It's, yeah. it's one thing. Usually they go to the dugout and then they slap the glove on the cooler and then they start throwing. Like stuff. yeah, get the bat. He did both. Of, he yeah, punched himself. he punched himself and then he went to, and then he went to the dugout and started wilding. Because you know what though, he deserved it. He deserved doing it because he deserved to punch because himself. listen, there's runners on second and third with one out. Okay, you walk Sanchez. To either get the double play, get out of the inning. If you give up, if you give up a sack fly, fine. Right, you right, take right. you take that risk. But how are you gonna pitch to to one of the hottest hitters on the Yankees? Well, ultimately, right now? was that his choice though? Yeah, I was about to say. Well, you can't pitch, really fault him for that. Point. But the pitching That's coach. Question. What I'm saying is, we don't know what happened. But what I'm thinking is, he had a mound visit right before. Okay, Gary Sanchez comes up. The pitching coach comes out, or no, I'm sorry, AJ Hinge comes out and says, "Look, what do you want to do here?" And I'm guessing Ken Giles is like, I want to pitch to Gary Sanchez. Of course he is. Yeah, but... What pitcher is going to say, no, I don't want to pitch to him? Okay. Let's walk My point is, though, is that the pitcher, at the end of the day, the manager should be smart enough to be like, no, let's give him the four-pitch walk and let's bring up whoever. Because I was was about to say, before that... if you're letting the pitcher make that decision, every pitcher wants to go after every batter. But at the end of the day, like, it's a 0-0 game in the ninth inning with the base open. You have to walk him. Well, the thing is, he came into that game having four home runs in the last seven games. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and all his hits have been extra base hits, right? Late inning too. Like that's what I'm saying. You can't you can't do that in that situation. Um, moving on to NL East, I just have to get here. The thing is, it, it, it's still the hardest division to figure out because I remember we were talking about this before the season started, as if we got it figured out. Like, like easy. Like it was like <laughs> it's, it's easy to break this one. Yeah, the Mets will be a little better, but I'm saying that always ultimately happens. the Nationals. I think we. Uh, I think Steve predicted it. Like they're gonna finish right around a 13 game cushion. The I Nationals think, are like fourth. I think Steve said that they were gonna have the division wrapped up in like June. Yeah, like we thought it was like that easy yeah. to figure out. I still out. hold by. Yeah. Stand by. I don't care. <laughs> and some some about to see somehow it's a it's a it's a May. Uh, Braves Mets series and it's for the, it's for the top of the division. First place. How, yo, can y'all can one of y'all explain to me how we got to this point? Especially <laughs> with the Braves. I think with the Bra- the Braves remind me of I want to say it was 2015, the first year the Astros made the wild card. There was a good ESPN article, you should check it out. But they were comparing those two teams. That was when Altuve came up. It was Springer's first full season. McCullers came up that year. Um, the only thing that the Astros had that the Braves don't have is they had a bona fide Cy Young because mm. Keiko was coming off the Cy mm. Young. Right. Um, so I think that's probably a really good comparison right now because the Braves are just infused with young talent right now. They have the three youngest players in the MLB that are on their team that are actually like starters right mm. now. So, um, you know, Ronald Acuna has been killing it. Ozzy Albies has been killing it. They called up, um, yeah, forgive Swanson me. Swanson as well. Yeah, exactly. Swanson, who was supposed to be like a – phenom a couple years ago but now they got Acuna and and uh and Albies and they've just been they've been, they're a fun team if you if you have a chance to catch some of their highlights or watch a game you should watch them but they're a fun team they're probably ultimately they're gonna end up needing like some bullpen help down the line if they stay this course but at the end of the day I mean I don't I, I don't know they're a year they're a year or two ahead of where they should be and the same thing like with the Yankees last year you know what I mean like it just comes out of nowhere um, and it comes with the with the veterans too, honestly, in my opinion. I yeah, mean, Freddie like, Freeman, yo, shout out to most underrated star. Absolutely, in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Next to Paul uh, Goldie, so yeah. But um, 
it, it does come down to the veterans too. I mean, Nick Markakis, like you said, and then on the on the rotation, you got a uh, McCarthy. <laughs> Shout out Brandon McCarthy. Hey man, <laughs> one of my favorite Yankee pitchers. Four zero with a three point ERA, bro. I mean, uh, you can't get much better than that, um, especially on you know a short term deal. Um, overall, like Dom said, this is a great team. Um, a team that's definitely ahead of schedule, and if 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 they can keep this up, they'll definitely be a menace because the way we alluded to um, in the other podcasts, I mean, Washington, we feel like, well, I, mean, I know I definitely feel like Washington went the wrong route, and this might be one of those rocky years when they're going to be uh, going through that little culture change. Um, and right now, a young, hot team um, is pretty dangerous, especially in a division where right now it feels like everybody's, you know, has young talent. Young talent is just going to be playing their all yeah. every every game. So you're going to get the best every time. And if Washington is going to keep slipping up like this, they're not the only. They're going to be one of the many powerhouse teams that are going to be missing the playoffs well, this year. Well, the thing I was about to ask is how long they're going to leave the door open for us to be talking about the the, the division like this. I, at this point, you would have to think it's going to be close, like down yeah, up until at least the All Star break. I would think. Yeah, that's my thing. I think I think by late June around there we probably you know I hopefully Washington is back you know See, my in, th- in this the, is my top. thing I think that like I think it's cool that these young teams are winning but I think ultimately like when we look at the standings at the end of the season oh, I don't know if, I don't know if it'll be 13 games but I don't, I don't think it'll be close to be honest like people forget like the Nationals you know have dealt with injuries like Rendon is still out so like I don't know I do agree with Steve in reference to like the managerial change yeah he wasn't winning but at the end of the day, that team was still winning 90, 90, you know, two plus games, making the playoffs, you know, every year. Like, I understand where the, why the change was made because ultimately it's kind of what the Yankees did with Girardi where where else, you know, you kind of need that guy that's going to bring you to the next level. Yeah. And I feel like at that point in time, the change needed to be made. But I just think they had like one more year just to give it give it a try. Um, I don't know. I think the Nationals are weird. I think they're I, honestly, I think they're by far the best team in that division. I think it's not going to be closer than like this thing. Like we we get enamored and we're infatuated with like these like young teams, these cool stories. But I think at the end of the day, like we have to be realistic. Like this is not going to like continue. Yeah, the, I still hold my thirteen game. Win. No. I don't care. <laughs> like no, the I, Phillies have lost. Like it's like the Phillies like, were playing really well, but like you kind of see like flashes of kind of like what they're actually look like. They've lost like four straight games. Like Arietta's still pitching really well. I'm not sure what Nola is going to do tonight. I know he pitches tonight, but. I think you, you, you kind of see, like, what these teams actually look like as the time progresses. Yeah, I don't think that – I don't think like, – I'm personally, and I don't, I don't think Steve either is saying that the Nationals probably aren't going to ultimately win the division. Like, they they should win that division with ease, in my opinion. Um, Between them and the Mets, one of them should win it with ease. At the end of the day, the way I see it is that, like, after the first month, month and a half of the season, the Braves are up there in, like, every single offensive rank. So, like – I, to me, I can't consider that like a fluke at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I guess I, I, we, we do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, at what point? I guess that's what you were trying to say. At what point do you that's buy in? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I could see what Derek is saying. And at the same time, I could see the Braves thing, how they are. Every team is going to slow down and every team is going to get hot. It's just a long season. It's yeah, I mean, happen. the only thing that they're really not in the top 10 in is um, fielded percentage. And that's expected Who? because they're young. The Braves and, yeah, and thing, like, home runs. That's well, the lack of power that well, they, right. you know they have. When we looked at or we were talking about teams two, three weeks ago, 
the pirates, the pirates, exactly. The pirates were at the top of all these, you know, statistics, right? Um, league wide, and look at them now. I mean, they still have a winning record. I think they're like seventeen and thirteen. They're like fourth in, the, in, in their. Um, yeah, those, but those those one of the teams that started hot that I was that I felt yeah, comfortable like, saying right. that like nah nah <laughs> this is gonna be short term. It, it yeah. happens. I I, like, I do want I want the Braves to you know to do well, especially with the Phillies. I feel like it's just good for the sport itself. Um, and that division, that division been crap for a while. Man. Yeah, it's been exactly. boring as division. That was really one of those divisions has. you just walk in like, all right, Washington. And it's funny too because like, <laughs> like this or, or the Mets or one Mets, year really. out yeah. of nowhere. And it's funny too because like a couple years ago, like people forget like those Chipper Jones years. Even the Mets, like I know 07 when they had uh, when the Yankees they kept hated kicking their ass. The Braves, yo. yeah, like they the went Mets fans the, hated playing the Braves. The, Chipper Jones will. Yeah, he, he cooked that killer. team. Andrew Jones. Yeah, yeah. he actually named his uh, one of his kids Shay after Shea Stadium. That's his favorite stadium. Disrespectful, because that's his favorite stadium. That is disrespectful. That's goat shit. I must have missed that. Dope. Yo, uh, yo, every year it seems like Matt Harvey is good for one juicy New York Post story <laughs> about him doing something mad dumb. Would it be Matt Harvey with? No, yo, yeah. that 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 public public intoxication shit is bullshit though. No, but the thing, the 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 the, the story that I'm talking about right now, because his teammates, well, his GM is is, and I'm saying mad at him for is that he was like partying in LA after like getting there from from uh, from San Diego yep. and it's like yo that sounds like some fraternity shit yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and it's like yo one of the players was cool to that just saying like yo what are you doing he was celebra- <laughs> he was celebrating going back to going to the bullpen for the first time that's what it was see my thing with Harvey though like it's at the point where like it's kind of sad like honestly like you have to think you yourself like, like a brat like no no but you have to think to yourself like is it more than just like him being like a party and like is he like an alcoholic you know what I'm saying that's what yeah. I think. Like, like, you think it got to that point already? Like, I don't, I don't, I mean. I mean, when it, you go from potentially 300 mil to, like, yeah. you know. Where, no, I mean, look, I get that, but. <laughs> he could have been, been like, he probably, I mean, he probably just might be at the point. Like, he's but just like, ha- yo, has his dom- yo, F it. Right? Exactly. That's what I think. That's yeah. what I think. He, that, but this is really his, like, I mean, is he really in the news like that? Like, let's be real. Has he really been in the news for, like. No, what I'm saying is that, like, yo, I always know that he's going to be on page six. Yeah, but that's because he's a scapegoat. Yeah, he's a scapegoat for the team. But but the thing is, it's one thing when like you. Also, it's one thing if he's doing it like in New York, like you live in New York, you doing whatever. I'm saying the fact that he's doing it away, and the fact that um, that the New York Post reported it, but they also got like the GM on the records, like showing how he's mad at it. Then you actually start to think that yeah, that's a whole different. Is it affecting the team? Like it's one thing if like nobody cares or whatever, but then like people are starting to think like like they they had a player quoting. Basically, what we're saying at this table right now, like, what what is going on with this guy? You kind of feel like at like at this point, like the team might just be like, kind of done done with the the whole Harvey thing. Like at at the end of the day, it's a long season, and like I feel like players just want to focus on the season. So all this outside BS that goes on, like you're not doing yourself any favors, and you're not doing the team any favors. And at this point, you can really, I guess, question like. Does he actually care? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a couple of years ago, everybody was like, he was the the heart and soul of that damn yeah. that yeah, damn rotation. Yeah. And now it's just like, it is what it is. But like Steve said, they, they need a scapegoat. So I mean, why not throw Harvey on the back page of the? Post? I mean, and he, the media hates him. Let's be real. And yeah, he yeah, hates the media down. just because of you know stories like these. I mean, there's there was one that was saying that he was stumbling through the streets of of, of San Diego, which was total crap. Yeah, I mean, and all in things all, like that. All like, in all, you you hope he's. You yeah, know, exactly. fine, but no, absolutely, but, but he still stinks. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's in blue and orange, so yo, so, so we have we have he, to and up. he handled that situation all bad. So which one? That that whole moving to the bullpen situation. My thing too is like, I think it's telling, and I think it was kind of it didn't put him in a good situation, regardless. The way Sandy Anderson answered that question, like you like you mentioned, 
Like when, like when someone asks him that question, most general managers aren't going to be like they're going to brush it off. Yeah, exactly. Like he went like he went out of his way to be like, well, like you know, you're not disappointed in things you're not surprised about or something. Well, so, but, the, but the but the thing is, sometimes we know that uh, it's not uncommon that a GM or a player will try to feed something to the media to get the message from him, his, no. himself yeah. to the media back to Harvey. Yeah. But why do that? Why not just confront him? Because himself? maybe not confronting him is not working. Or maybe, the, exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. maybe This, this is all just all speculation. Based or on, based on what we, based on what we know, based on what we know about how, how New York media works. Yeah. Uh, yo, we have to update our standing on, on uh, uh, the Mets pitching in general because at the beginning of the season, we were like, yo, it has so much potential. Let's see how it actually pans out, especially with some people coming up, <laughs> especially with some people coming back from injury. No, no, I mean, you gotta, you could say that about one part of their staff because it's like uh, uh, Syndergaard and uh, like Syndergaard is fine. Right. The Grom um, is fine. Together, they're good. Wheeler looked good saying. the other night. But like the rest of them, to get, if you combine their stats, it's like, no, and that, that it's, that's it's not, that's it's not good. that's why I agree with Derek when he said that Harvey was pretty much one of the great the the most important pieces to that rotation because he could have held that rotation down and look at the situation he's in now he won't even he came in hold down the bullpen <laughs> spot and I don't know I mean the Mets are looking all right Suspires. Let's see, bro. Let's see if he can stay he's a, healthy. He's a, he's a beast, man. When he's healthy, he's he's fun as hell to watch. He's, yo, Seth he gunned out. Judge. He, he gunned out somebody else again last Seth night. Seth Bettis or Judge? At, in what aspect? Overall, a player. Is that, why is that even a question? Yeah, give me Aaron Judge, man. <laughs> I'm Obviously, just, you go with the younger player. Yeah, you go younger. I mean, just overall. But Seth is good though. Seth, yeah, exactly. But that's not, one thing. Yeah, like, that's I, not a knock. I, I, I just saw somebody can. say, "Nah, I, that crossed my timeline." That's why I had to ask. Oh hell no! Somebody, no. a Mets no, fan. I brought, obviously, I brought that up in our in our in our, in our one uh, group chat. Oh, that's what it was yeah. too. This that's one, what it was. Basically, this one kid like this was last year though. He was basically saying like, what Judge was doing was a fluke, and like Seth, he considered Seth as the better player. He said like, and he brought up like like defense and like strikeouts. Yeah, yeah a the, bunch the of whole shit. argument was. I'm not gonna stupid. lie. There was one point last year where I was like, all right, this is gonna be hard to repeat. Like yeah, for yeah. a judge, I'm like, it, I don't expect him to hit 50. Because he did it in bunches. He That's had a, he had a super sl- start and then was had a super yeah, like, slump and then picked yeah. it up. Like the signs bit. were there last year. We were like, mm, maybe this isn't legit, whatever. And then like you know he comes out and just does his thing this year. And I'm like, all right, like I'm fully fully bought in now. Um, so it's May 2nd and I read a headline today wondering if the Dodgers are done. <laughs> like after going to the, to the World Series, we're like basically one month and some change into the season. And after, after, uh, Seager's injuries, like. I was telling Dom, man, that this. Are they done? I, Already. It, it hurts. It hurts that, that lineup a lot, losing Seager. You lose a lot of stability there and you lose pretty much one of your best hitters in that lineup. So. Um, and then just the whole Kershaw and Jansen not being top form either. Um, granted, Kershaw is always a question mark for a full season because we never know how that back is going to hold up or any injury for that matter with him. Um, and I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, you got Dave Roberts benching. Uh, Be- it was Bellinger the other day, right, for not yeah. hustling enough to first base. I mean, it's. It's looking a little weird, and when you got when you got Ryu being your best pitcher this season so far, trying to save you from getting even deeper in, in the water in that division right now, 
It's it's a little alarming. You got to start figuring out when the leash is going to start getting shorter. Yeah. They they might just pull I, a Giants when they just like go to a World Series and then well a Giants actually win. Them. Yeah, but <laughs> that's, yeah, that's they, the they're difference. on and off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, but the Dodgers can't afford to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they cannot afford to do that. Like with all the money they've spent on that on that team, I blame Magic. They can't. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, if the Dodgers are going to turn it around, it's going to have to be. I've seen crazier shit happen, but they're nine. They're currently nine games out of first. Diamondbacks. We talked about it uh, last week, but Diamondbacks have been cooking lately. So, you 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 throw the Diamondbacks in there. I still like the Rockies. Last year were kind of like my Cinderella team. I was riding them all year last year. This year they're not like they're still good, but they're not as I don't know. Like I don't see them the same. So like the Dodgers could potentially leapfrog and get into second place. Um, you know, and we—I was saying it before, but baseball's a long season. You know, yeah, shit happens. But being in the now, like Steve said, Kershaw, Jansen, not in top form. Um, but the main thing for me is going to be like, how quickly are they going to try and pull this trigger on if this Manny Machado thing is real? Because I said it before the season even started. I was like, let's watch out for the Dodgers. Well, is it? What is it real? Now, that, now there's a question. Another question right there. Yeah, I mean, is it actually real? Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, Baltimore's already mulling it. With how bad Baltimore is, I would have to say it's a legitimate possibility. Because they have to start thinking like, what are we? Gonna yeah, do? but don't forget, he's still he he's not signing until this summer. So that's no. another thing that they're gonna have to figure out as well. Well, yeah, but I mean, look at the thing. Here, I guess the difference between this comparison and is probably a little much. But what the Cubs did when they made the trade with the Yankees, right? They they traded for Chapman. Chapman was gonna be a free agent. They knew they needed that one thing, that one piece to get him to the World Series. He ends up leaving, going to the Yankees again. So, like with the Manny Machado thing, that very well could happen. He can go to the, he could get traded to Dodgers, dip, and then go sign somewhere else. But I guess as an organization, you have to kind of go back and forth with yourself and be like, do we want to take this chance? Do we want to give up a top prospect and whatever else is going to take to get this Manny Machado? And we've seen that repeat is he so gonna many make, times. Is, is, is he going to get over that no, hook, I'm, though? I'm saying we've seen that so many times. Carlos Beltran with the Astros in the right. past. Um, like, sometimes the gamble works out. I remember, I think I think when the, the, the Cardinals did it to get to the World Series, I think when they were trying to get to the World Series and they got Matt Holiday, it was the same situation. Right. But And um, then Matt Holiday ended up signing with well, the That's Cardinals. what I'm saying. Sometimes so, it works yeah, out, sometimes, sometimes it, it doesn't. Out. So you, right. do, you do end up having to... Um, make that gamble. Yo, I think for the last thing, I just want to talk hot players. You said that you got Mookie Betts on your fantasy team. Yeah. Yo, how much damage has he been doing for you? Cooking. <laughs> He's been balling. And I got him. Like and, and, and on that team, game. I got El Kraken. Oh, my God. I got Shohei. Wow. I got Verlander. On the bench. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I got Ozzy Albies. Albies. Yo, does anybody else have, like, a hot player that's just, like, killing, killing it for them right now? Mitch Hanniger in Seattle has been killing it. Yeah, not Hanniger about. has been balling. But Seattle's been balling, not for nothing. Yeah, I mean, low key, super low key. Wasn't it Cano they, that that recently said like, "Yo, we could just hit anybody." I mean, he he can just hit. Yeah, I was just about to say, I, I don't know why he's talking for the whole. <laughs> no, line, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's one of those things where you just gotta talk for your boys. Like, yo, right. I, I believe in him. I hold him down. I hold him down. <laughs> yo, Derek, you got anybody? Well, the one person that comes to mind for me is like he's like kind of goes away from the conventional like offensive player. Is probably uh, Brad Boxberger. He's the uh, the closer for the Diamondbacks. Yeah. So basically, like in the beginning of the year, like he was not going to be named the closer. Basically, he won the job and ended up getting the closer job. And he's like third in the in Major League Baseball in saves. I think he's got like four saves in the past like five days or yeah. something along those lines. He's like honestly like that's the one thing in, in, in the one league we're in. Like I literally just racked up on all closers and like he was like the pleasant surprise. Where like I just added him thinking like all right whatever maybe he'll give me a save here here or there. But like he's been one of the hottest closers in Major League. I don't think he's been that blown a save yet. He's ten for ten. 
Yeah. So I'm hoping that he uh, continues fire. that. Also, we can't forget, man. What? Who? Gregorius. Yes, indeed. I was going to bring him up, but I was like, I expect. I didn't expect yes, this. Yes, indeed. He's been cooking. That boy won AO Player of the Month and Week. Talk about it. Might as well just win AO Player of yeah, the Year. Speaking of him, not for nothing. The reason for his, I saw, I saw a video also. The reason for his, um, his newfound power, which also, Didi doesn't hit home runs. He's not a home run hitter. He's not a home run hitter. Okay. Straight words from Didi's mouth. You hear us? Yeah. Don't get him mixed up over here. I mean, he's not though. He's no, not. he's not all day. He has a, he has, he's not lying. He he's, has the he's perfect swing for Yankee Stadium. But he, exactly. he said, say that. Like, he hits but not even that. He said that um his plate discipline is what's different. He's he learned to sit back from pitches uh, uh or uh, more outside of the inner half of the plate, and that he's he's starting to turn more on the inside half of the plate on any pitches he gets there. So especially if you think you about see it, that too. even yeah. in, in Yankee Stadium, it's the perfect perfect thing to do. Like turn on the inside. Yo, pitch. but my thing is like. He do, he doesn't even need that porch. Like he's golfing some pitches, yeah, son. The only if there's some a concern, of his home runs are like, yeah. If there's a concern with Didi, is that like everything but like one of his home runs are from home? <laughs> like at, so at home, at home, give me Didi, clean up whatever. But on the road, like like even in the Astros here, we face some what, good pitches. Well, that's what I'm but, saying. That's the that's the disappointing thing. Yeah, because but like it like, sucks when that happens when you have that player and then he's like, okay, can we actually rely on you? Right. But like I said earlier. See, this is the thing. Like I said earlier, the Yankees lineup is right, so right, potent that right. you're like, all right, Didi's not doing it. I was going to say, you got field. a $330 million man there for that specific reason. That's I what mean. I'm saying. Either Stan, Kraken, Judge, one of them. And Kraken been balling. And another thing to keep in mind is like within the next year and a half, two years, the Yankees are going to have to, you know, back up the Briggs truck for Didi because he's going to get paid. They should yeah. do that shit ASAP because top it, three, it might only, it's only, it's only get, gonna, top it three, might short, only go top up. Top three shortstop, right? Yeah, without a doubt. Right now? Yeah. Like right now, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, probably, you probably put him top two right now. Okay, this top season. two is not what no, yeah. this season. We're talking. <laughs> yeah, right, right now, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. right now, absolutely. absolutely. Okay, yeah. all right, yo, that's it for this week. I'm saying Bet. we're gonna be back. Bet. Oh, <laughs> gotta get the <laughs> <laughs> Cardi. Gotta get this throat right. Wow. Hey, yo, you're and that's in that there. In there. In there. <laughs> yo. Thanks again for listening to The Changeup, a baseball podcast produced by The Rec. If you like what you hear so far, remember to subscribe and leave a review. See you next time.